step into a world shrouded in ash and darkness, where legends come to life and ancient powers linger. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are playing Forbidden Lands. Join us as we set sail into the unknown, braving untold danger and discovering what hidden treasure lies beneath ash and snow. We are starting for, for a full day and a full night and a half day again. You have been chasing a Reaver longship slowly gaining on them mile by mile. Now you've spotted a second reaver ship approaching from a nearby bay and they've both turned to meet you face on. You have full sail and oars biting deep in the icy waves and at this speed you'll have your battle upon you within the hour. Zaldrin, old one-eye has been pulling the oar across from you, keeping the ship balanced. As you both end your shift at the oars to prepare yourselves for battle, you join Bacho in keeping watch. You notice one-eye squinting with great interest. That ship, that's the Cold Serpent. Its shipmaster is Fanghild, one of Ornolf's captains. I would have her head. We would join you in that. We have our own grudge with him. Be wary. She is a formidable fighter. She's known for applying poison to her teeth before battle. She swings a mighty hammer that can crush a white bear's skull in one blow. Do not expect weakness from her. She never passes the opportunity to inflict a killing blow. If you fall at her feet, you are good as dead. I will keep that in mind. We are a strong bunch, but poison can take down the best of us. Mirren, what are you uh, doing as the ship is racing towards the combat? Uh, Mirren is likely kind of running around the top deck, just making sure the uh, sort of any defensive shields that we have are in the crew's hands, checking ropes, uh, maybe anything we could use to grapple and pull ourselves if we choose to do it against the other ship or to swing from mast across. So you're going around making these final preparations, making sure ropes are coiled properly, that they won't get caught on anything having shields ready to go and you glance up and you see the ship growing you get back to work and then you freeze as you hear a voice Mirren, it's me isla do you remember me oh no uh Mirren uh freezes for sure probably bent over a coiled rope uh near near uh, the edge of the ship and uh, just does not turn around. Niren, this is her. She's the one that killed me. Niren will look over her shoulder. She killed you? This she the, this captain right here? The, the one on the ship? You look over your shoulder and you see your own longship. And yet you also see Isla or the memory of Isla, the memory of how she looked when she died. It, it's not a physical thing. You're it's not even like a ghostly apparition. There's no substance to it. Wherever you move, you this memory travels with your eye line. She's the one. Are you going to fight her? Yes. 
yeah, I think I think we are. I think I can. Well, yes, yes, I will. I will. I will kill her and and decapitate her and lay her head at your feet if you stand behind me. You would fight her for them, but not for me. I. If they fall, I would also run. So it's about equal, you know? Like, I mean, yeah, I I probably would still run. Uh, it's a little harder because of the, 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 the ocean, you know, Isla. So, yeah, but uh, I would still try. I tried, and then we got overwhelmed, and I had to get away. And, and I will try, but if we get overwhelmed, uh, there's, there's a rowboat over there. And as you're rambling this out, you still feel the weight of Isla's presence, but you no longer get a response. And you you start trying to move again, trying to get back to work. It's colder. It's slower. It's more numb inside. What are your last minute preparations here as a crew? Uh, anyone can say anything they want here. Uh, just things they'd like to have done before the battle is upon us. Bacho is cinching the otter tight across his, his left forearm and whispering to him, remember when I use you to block, bite, bite hard. I can't cast spells if I'm tied to your arm. That's all right. We'll be fine. Gunk can cast the spells. <laughs> okay. And then Bacho just kind of chuckles and, and lets him go. And he's like, scurry off, little otter. You can do it. It's fine. No, I, no, I no. He he wasn't actually planning on doing it because he realizes the otter is crucial to our defense. But he likes to scare him a little bit because it's like, the otter what you do to kid know. brothers. Yeah, he doesn't know when you're serious, when you're not. Like, he just takes you at face value the entire time. Bacho just uh, crunches the top of his head. You'll be fine, little one. You can swim after all when we sink. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, what about the rest of you? Anything you'd like to have done, or are we ready to get into it? We're ready to get in. Okay. Uh, we are using the stronghold battle rules, slightly modified uh, for long ships here. Uh, the mechanics are staying the same. We will dig into that in a bit. But right now... Your crew is forming a small shield wall along the starboard side. Long, tense moments pass. The ship beneath you is lurching forward with each pull of the oar. The reavers before you grow larger and larger. Growls and yips carry across the waves, an unnatural mix of animal rage and controlled discipline. The feral battle cries resound in a steady pulse, deliberately measured to the biting of their oars. On the leading ship, you see Reavers forming a shield wall with the second row preparing grappling hooks. The second ship begins to steer out in a wide arc with a group of Reavers pressing towards the bow. And the long hours of chase and tension finally break with the crashing of wood planks and the clash of steel on steel. As grappling hooks are pulled tight, your crew rushes to cut the sealskin lines while thrown spears and axes rain down upon them. Your ship lurches one last time as the second Reaver ship rams into your port side, leaving you pinned between the two ships. 
Reavers begin jumping off the bow, swinging their weapons wildly, and the battle is upon you. The PCs have a defense rating for this stronghold of 11 right now. That's plus one for you being in it. Uh, plus two because you have one eye in the otter helping you. Plus four for your crew and plus four for all of the shields that you have for your crew. The Reavers, on the other hand, also have an 11. They have plus one for their captain, Fangild. They have plus one for the grappling hooks, plus one for the ship ramming. They have plus five for crew. They do outnumber you. Um, they have more crew than that, but they can only get a maximum of five. And then they have plus three for elite warriors. So it is an even battle right now. However, if it comes down to a war of attrition, it's likely that the Reavers will win because they have the numbers. We are going to start with picking one of you to roll the first stronghold check. And how this is going to work is that one of you will roll those 11 dice. I'll roll 11 dice for the Reavers. And both of us take damage based on that. Successes do not ca cancel each other out here. It's not an opposed roll. Uh, so let's see who's going to roll first. Zaldrin. So I need 11d6 from you there. Uh, two successes. I rolled three successes. So now you guys are going to choose where you want that three damage to go to, whether it's splintering of shields, um, the crew going down, your ship being damaged, uh, things like that. You have the long ship battle rules up. I will pop it up again just to be safe. Uh, and there are your options listed there. So for my three, I am going to say that one of the ship's hulls are damaged. They're going to take minus one to their rating and five crew on their long ship are broken. Zaldrin, what would you like to take? And this can be a group choice. Uh, this doesn't have to be you only, Zaldrin. Okay, so we have to take three total. Three total, yes. So... Let's say we do one. So rampart. So there's guards, ramparts. Uh, so we're using the longship battle rule. So you need to scroll That's down it. a bit there. Uh, it should be in the Sorry. index. And it'll be at the very top there, what you can choose between the losses. You can choose five crew on your longship are broken. You can choose that your hull is damaged. If your hull is already damaged, you can choose that it's destroyed and your ship will begin taking on water. Um, you can choose for an elite to be broken, such as the Otter or One-Eye, uh, and Monster Being Defeated does not apply here. Okay. I will do uh, Hull. So I have to take pick three. And again, this can be a group choice here. This doesn't have to be on you only, Melissa. Uh, hull for one... Five for one. What are we thinking for the last one? Probably an elite is broken. I mean, we don't want our hull yeah. to be destroyed, so. Yeah. All right. Um, so one five, one hull, and then one elite. You want that to be the eye. otter or Arngrim? The otter. Yeah, because the other one is, yeah, the otter. 
And uh, we're going to roll a critical injury, so this doesn't necessarily mean they're dead. Um, elites are going to get critical injuries for sure. The crew, we're going to be a little more flexible because I don't think we need to roll 20 critical injuries for them. All right. So that is your three. And let's go ahead and roll the critical injury for the otter now. Um, we're going to say that this is a slashing wound. Severed foot. <laughs> he has a severed Ouch. foot. All right, Zaldrin. So we know that you have damaged one of these hulls. Uh, you have uh, killed five of their crew. You also know that you've lost some crew. Your otter has lost a foot. Uh, and your hull has uh, been damaged as well. So go ahead and narrate how this initial clash happens. So uh, Zaldrin is kind of trying to kind of direct traffic a little bit. Um, and so like there are five that are kind of trying to kind of make their way across. And so she kind of tries to send five. And so that sort of becomes kind of a wash there. Um, and I'm assuming that we've got some, we've kind of turning oars into, um, kind of bludgeoning weapons. And so that's kind of how we do some damage to kind of their hull. Um, but then along the way, uh, Zaldrin failed to, uh, have anyone back up Otter. And this is a, uh, good point to get into the event that happens you have the opportunity uh sorry for the audience after each stronghold roll we roll for an event that happens and it applies to one pc and i'm gonna apply it to whoever rolls the stronghold roll there uh so zaldrin you got that you have the opportunity to sabotage an enemy ship which will give them a minus one to their next stronghold roll so this probably ties into how you are damaging the ship uh, when they came alongside you, likely they raked across the oars, uh, causing some damage. Shield walls are clashing. You hear the battle cries from both sides. Your men are fighting surprisingly well. They're giving as good as they're getting. And you see an opening to do some damage even more to this hull. However, you have to get across to their hull, and you have to uh, find a way to pry it open. How would you like to do that? Uh, I would say that, I mean, Zaldrin's just big, so she just sort of can muscle through kind of any kind of situation. Um, and she's got Gelnir. So, you know, this is just, you know, crowbar, <laughs> you know, version of kind of use of spe of the spear. Okay. Um, I would like a movement check, Len. Um, and because you're trying to brute force it, let's go ahead and say it's using strength instead of agility for you. As you uh, just barrel through your own shield wall and the shield wall that's directly across, there's uh, uneven terrain as you're moving from one deck to another, but the, the hulls are incredibly close to each other, well within arm's reach. You push through your own men and then throw yourself at their shield wall to break through. How do you roll? Uh, I took an audience boost and rolled one success. Would more one than success. one success be, be nope, helpful? No, nope, you're good. Okay. So you just throw yourself at the shield wall, and these reavers are incredibly strong, but they just were not prepared for an entire body to be heaved at them. 
you uh, the shield wall breaks through and your men begin to follow behind you too, not jumping onto the ship, but using those openings to jab their spears and use their axes to pull the shield wall through. You've caused a good opening that will definitely help you in the battle. And as you're over there, you jam your spear in, seeing where the plank is, uh, has been uh, damaged by the oars of your ship from raking across the side. And you just push Gelnir. Give me a might roll for this. Uh, okay. Uh, one success again. One success again. So you just push, push, and thankfully with Mirren's expert crafting fixing Gelnir last session, uh, the, the spear holds up and these planks just begin to splinter. And then you feel the water coming in, splashing at your feet. You continue pulling and then it pops. And this ship is uh, now very severely taking on water, but you are also surrounded by some reavers here. How are you getting back? Are you getting back? Are you staying here to fight? I will stay here to fight. Okay. I want a melee check here, and we are not going to do full initiative for these encounters because it's focusing on a single person. Uh, so we'll just be going back and forth. Okay. Uh, so is this just a straight melee roll? No, like, Yes, as you are attacking, uh, you are attacking a reaver right now. The just anything that you would use normally in combat, you can use right now. Oh, okay, all right. Let me double check this real quick. I'm pretty sure. Yep, that's D8. Uh, melee. D8. Two success. All right, and these reavers, their their shield wall is still broken, especially with your crew keeping that opening for you. They are going to attempt to parry uh, with zero successes. So you are doing uh, two damage here. Let me roll armor. Again, no successes. Uh, so you're doing two straight damage to uh, one of these reavers right next to you. However, he's still very much in the fight. He gives you a bloody snarl and his axe swings back down at you <laughs> and he is rolling Zaldrin always looks like she's snarling so <laughs> <laughs> so you can snarl at me I have rusting snarl face <laughs> uh, that is one success at you would you like to try and dodge or parry um yeah that'll be a move that's a one success one success he cleaves this axe, but the the ship is still lurching from taking on water, from rubbing against your ship, and he just stumbles a bit. Not enough to lose his balance, but enough to give you the time you need to back up. His axe goes crashing down into the wood. However, as you back up, you back into another reaver that immediately begins lunging for you. How are you t handling this? Uh, it's your initiative, so you can do whatever you want. Um... Uh... Just going to swing around with Gelnir, if that's the thing I can do. Absolutely. And I believe you get a bonus for having a lot of people within range. This definitely counts. All right. So rolling Gelnir again. Nope. I need to. Sorry. I I did not fix Gelnir in the character sheet. <laughs> Mirren fixed Gelnir. 
Melissa did not fix Gilnir. All good. And Foundry's like, no, it's broken. You can't roll that. I'm like, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. One so success. many hours fixing it. <laughs> one success. So that would be two damage. All right. He attempted to parry with no successes. Armor is no successes either. So you swing back around using the reach of your spear just to thrust into him, pushing him back further away from you. But that first reaver begins to attack you again. He will be swinging his axe once more. Uh, that is two successes coming at you. All right. Can I try to dodge again? Or is that not something? Yes, you may. I, okay. Uh, right. We we didn't have you move, so you still have your fast action. Okay. We're playing kind of fast and loose with this, so I'm going to give you guys the benefit of the doubt here. One success. One success. That's close, but not enough to uh, miss the fight. The axe is doing um, just two damage then, so go ahead and roll armor if you have it. Nope. All right, so you try to push him away with the blunt end of your spear, but you're just in too close of a space right now on the ship with Reavers pressing in. And that axe comes at you, and it bites deep across your chest, and you take two strength damage. And that's where we're going to fade on your moment here. Zaldrin is in the midst of battle on this far Reaver side of the ship. And that means that we will be moving on to Where's my uh, Not Zaldrin again. Mirren. So the running total now for your ship I believe should be uh, nine because you lost five crew and you uh, damaged the hull. And we also took damage to the otter. I don't know if that oh, yes. changes it. Though. So it's eight. Yes, thank you. Yeah, because we had three losses last time. Okay, I wasn't sure, but I have the dice. Uh, I will roll for six. Oh, okay. That is three sixes on the ship. Three sixes. All right. And then they have... Uh, they took two damage as well, plus another one for Zaldrin damaging, so it's a tie game right now. Nice. Uh, that's only one six on my end. So what damage are you taking? They're taking three. They're taking three. Um, I think... I would. I would take another five crew out. I don't think I want to sink our ship just yet. All right. So five more crew go down, and they're fighting as best they can, especially with where the shield wall's been broken, but they're surrounded on both sides now. The Reavers, uh, the grappling hooks that were pulling the ships together, most of them have been cut off now by your crew. They mm. no longer get the bonus for that. The ships aren't 
separating uh, by a lot, but they're beginning to drift a little bit. You can still absolutely reach the other side. Combat is still very fierce, uh, but they can no longer have a hold of you. And they actually have lost one of their elite warriors as well. Uh, one of the warriors that jumped off the bow uh, was completely unarmored, uh, painted blue fur, swinging an axe around wildly, uh, leading the charge. And he has gone down just from a fury of blows, perhaps from some of you, uh, many from your crew as well. And now, Mirren, your event. The a quick question is Zaldrin yes. on the ship where the the captain, the reaver captain, uh, who paints her teeth with poison is? Uh, that is the ship. Yes. Okay. This actually works well. You find yourself face-to-face -face with a Reaver Elite. Uh, so let's go ahead and resolve uh, how you are fighting uh, this blue fur-painted Reaver. Uh, okay, so first Mirin would try to get a little bit of distance if they're up close. Um, and bringing her longbow to bear and just trying to shoot him as best she can in, uh, in close range. Absolutely. Go ahead and roll the attack. Um, Melissa, do you mind if I grab an audience dice, please? Go right ahead. Thank you. Click, 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 click. Uh, that is one, two, three, sixes. Uh, that's on the marksmanship, so I'm actually okay with that. I'm going to push it. I only have a one on marksmanship right now. So. Good. Uh, also marksmanship. And no more sixes. Okay, so three sixes against this on my first shot. And then once uh, you resolve that, I'm going to use a willpower to shoot again. So just FYI. Okay. Uh, he's going to attempt to dodge. Yes. Because he's not wearing armor and he can't parry a shot. So that is... Uh, one success there. You said you had three? Three. Okay, so the shot goes through. What is the damage on the longbow again? Uh, it is, uh, don't know. Uh, it just says, uh, yeah, it, there's no, uh, action next to it. Two uh, H, sorry. One two damage H. for the longbow. That two handed, but it, it's okay. one damage. So on the combat tab, you can see the damage there. All right. So that shot goes through and it pierces deep. Uh, he's not even wearing armor, so he doesn't get an armor check. It just goes straight into his chest. He gives you a loud snarl that just reverberates through this whole ship, even over the, the din of battle. But you're <laughs> shooting again, you said, right? I use one willpower to shoot again. Um, you know what? I'm going to take the audience dice again, if that's all right, please. Yep, got it. Just because that one rolled a six last time. Ooh, all right. So that is uh, no sixes and a load of ones. Two on my marksman and one on my bow. That's fine. I'm going to push again uh, and see if. Well, it's it's only damage on my bow. So uh, there we go. One success. One success. One success. He cannot dodge this one because he dodged previously. So that is an automatic hit. You're doing another damage. Uh, the you're peppering him with arrows 
And that snarl, that roar that was going out gets cut short as another arrow pierces into him and he staggers back. But then he continues pressing on and it is his turn to attack. He's going to swing that two-handed axe at you. Uh, it's not going to be as strong as it was before because you've done enough damage to him. But it still could hurt. Uh, only one success, success here. Um, and I believe you cannot dodge because you used your fast action as well, right? Um, I use, so with Path of the Arrow, if I have a willpower, um, it's, if you use all your actions during the round, you can spend a willpower to immediately attack again. So it doesn't actually specify that it's a fast okay. action to do it. Uh, but you, did but you move do use back. the fast action to reload. But I did move back. Nope, I don't have to reload because I have oh, okay. um, fast shooter mixed with uh, path of the arrow. Uh, we're being fluid on the movement here because you're on a very tight space with the ship. So I'll say it doesn't cost you a space to move back. Nice. Um, so go ahead and take the dodge. Uh, but I wasn't going to dodge anyway. <laughs> I'm or just making parry the if argument. You want. No, no, I'm just going to do hard okay. to catch okay. and spend a willpower to just not there take it. Thank you. <laughs> just no thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm making no, the argument no for no reason. I'm just gonna. I'm it's just gonna better to have the rules right. <laughs> yeah. So, Mirren, you duck and you roll under one of these benches around this reaver. His axe comes crashing down. It breaks the bench above you, but you slide away just in time. You pop up. The crew around you is looking to defend you as well. There are uh, several uh, swords and axes slicing at him but he's furious now and he's focused on you. What are you doing? Well, she rolls out from under the bench uh, to try to get another line of sight on on him. Um, she just doesn't have any other option but to try to continue to take him down and hope that uh, she was going to try to get just some shots off against the ship with Saldrin, but uh, she's just going to have to take this guy down. Can I, I roll again, right? Another yeah, action? go ahead and yeah. attack normally. It's All your right. turn. I will not break my bow. Uh, that is one success and no one. So I'm going to push. Uh, da, 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 da. That is one success and a bunch of threes and twos. Okay, he will attempt to dodge again. And then I'm going to push and, and shoot again. Uh, he got Sorry. three successes there. Three successes. Okay. So by the time you roll and you bring your bow up, he's already moved too far, and you're just your elbow knocks against the the deck of the ship, uh, hmm. and you just can't move it fast enough. The arrow flies wide. Go ahead and make your second attack. Ouch! All right, and then she'll use the willpower she just generated to roll again. Uh, we are not going to push this one because that is. Oh, no, that's marksmanship. I can push again. So that's three, four. I'm going to... Oh, I'm rolling quite well on this one. Uh, I, I, I have four successes. I'm not... I'm going to push it. I'm going to push it. It's a big battle. I'm going to push it. Uh, yes. Success. Oh, uh, and a one on my agility. Fun. Uh, so that is five sixes. Five sixes. Okay. Uh, he cannot dodge this one. Go ahead and describe how you're killing him. You gotta stay away from everybody on this ship. And she's just going to tilt a bit sideways, line up with his eye straight through to the brain, and she lets it fly. 
You're muted, Steven. As Every you're time. aiming at him, uh, he begins to dodge away, but your fox rushes forward, uh, just bites at his ankle, and he kind of staggers a bit, giving you the moment. It flies true, and he is dead instantly with that arrow. So you guys have killed two of their elite warriors now. Uh, one from them taking damage, one from that event. Uh, they are definitely hurting, and we are going to see who goes next. Macho. So what? We're at eight dice now. Uh, you are at eight dice. No, yes. seven dice. Seven, seven because dice. I got one more damage. I took yep. another five crewmen out. Yep. All right. Uh, a rat. I got one success. One six on seven dice. All right, and they are at seven dice as well here. Um, actually, yeah, seven dice. Let me double check that math. The minus one from Zaldrin breaking the ship was only for one turn, so they are back up to eight now. Uh, that is one success for me as well. So you're one success. Uh, we're going to say that their other ship uh, is damaged as well. I'll take another point of damage to the hull. All right. Uh, so the hull is damaged and it is now sinking. It's taking on too much water. Um, it will have to be evacuated. Uh, it says it's going to sink in one turn, but it's going to be a slow process. It's not like it's going to be underwater this turn. And there are two ships. They're both damaged, but they're not sinking yet. Uh, so there's definitely going to be a way out if you can take the Reaver ship. They have uh, perhaps... I'm sorry, Aaron. You go ahead and narrate how this happened. Uh, they took hull damage. You took hull damage. So I think as we as the ship started to move apart, you know, we caught a bad wave. And our, our ship actually turned and, and kind of rolled a little back towards their ship. And they were able to they were able to use their spears to haul us under the waterline. And then as soon as our ship righted, our hold started to fill up. And as your hull starts to fill up, the ground beneath you gives a little bit. Uh, the, the ship lurches as some planks break away and you fall into the water. Um, PC becomes instantly cold. I don't think that matters much to you. No. As you hit the water, I need an endurance roll to swim here. And once you're fully submerged, that harpoon on your back, you can feel, hear a noise emanate from it. The base gives out. Uh rippling through the water. How'd you roll on endurance? I got two successes on my endurance. You begin paddling for the surface. But as you do, you find you're no longer swimming. This cold water, you don't feel cold, but you still know the temperature begins to pull away from you until it's 
warm. No, it's hot. It's burning up. You smell sulfur. You've, you're not breathing underwater anymore. You're on top of a volcano. There is an island of uh, cool rock underneath you. And across from you in this sea of lava is a great flame dragon rushing at you. What are you doing? Bacho's gonna bacho. He uh, he charges the dragon. Go ahead and roll your attack. All right. It's four strength. Three. Two for the charge. Two for the sword. And a D8. I'm going to go ahead and push it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, nine in total with an eight on the D8. Nine in total. Uh, that's enough. Go ahead and describe your swing here as this uh, worm that seems to be made out of fire. It has a body that's rocky, molten, but just burning eternally so as the as the as they charge together the worm comes up and bacho basically reverses his blade and slides under the belly of the worm just cutting into its underside along its entire length before spinning back around on top of it and that was nine total damage correct nine total damage and as you're doing this you find yourself yelling screaming at the top of your lungs words that you've never heard and don't even understand herthu tharse yeknu futhor mean you don't know the meaning but they just come out of you reflexively and then the dragon turns to bite at you it turns its head and lets out this screech this roar and you are suffering a fear attack with six base dice here uh that is one success so with a fear will, attack yeah i i will roll my insight as armor against it because i was smart enough to pick up fearless up to second level after my last horrible fear attack so my wits are five and my inside is two. Um, I got one success, so I'm going to push it. Four successes, but I did take a point of wits damage. And again, you it roars at you, and you just roar back at it. Hair through Tharsayak, no, Mothor Mina. You don't know these words, but they continue to escape your lips. And it's your turn. Uh, so I will use my fast action to swing my blade, and then I will I will see what I can do about taking this damn thing out. Four skills. One, two. Not as good. Five. 
And I'm not going to push it because I'd take too much strength damage. Five. Okay. Uh, it blocks one of that with its armor there. Uh, still four of it going through. Uh, go ahead and describe your attack here. So at this point, you know, he's back up and he's around its side. So he runs up the back of it and just drives the blade of its sword down in the joint between where its head and its neck form. He's trying to he's trying to crack the cervical spine there, and then he slips out in front of it again. You climb up on this thing, and it's so hot, it's burning your fur off. It's melting your flesh, but you ignore the pain going for the kill, again screaming, Herthu Tharsayek, Lang Faither got off Andworthu. You just drive it in and twist the sword, and it reaches back to attack you with a bite. Its neck twists and curls around. Can I try to dodge? Can I get a free uh, dodge? You do get a dodge here, yes. Okay. Okay. Nine base dice. Okay, that hurts. It's gonna be scary. Yeah. Real it scary can't... when I roll zero successes. <laughs> it can't oh, be healthy to randomly scream another language out. I got two successes, so I'll stick with the two. Uh, go ahead and roll your... Oh, no, I'm sorry. This was your last attack. So with this uh, event, you only had to survive two rounds here. And you twist it in, and you're holding on. You scream out one last time, Herthu thou kalamer! And then you pull your sword out. And as you do... <gasps> You get a breath of fresh air. You find that your body has come out of the water and you have driven your sword into a pike beast. Blood is spilling all over this water. Uh, it must have been uh, called by your harpoon. For some reason, you just didn't see it for what it was, but you find yourself back in the battle, unable to, to really determine what reality is your reality. But the battle frenzy is still upon you, and you know that you need to continue fighting. You're able to pull yourself onto the ship, and you are back in it. And that brings us to Gunk, who has been very patiently waiting. Thank you, Jeff. I'm sorry that it took 45 minutes for you to get a moment. It's all good, man. Uh, so you are down to uh, six points there. All right, so that's 66. Uh, 66, yes. Right. I am also down quite a bit. Just going to rip it in Foundry. Uh, that is no successes. Oh, boy. Um, I have had my luck turn. I got no successes as well. So this round ends up being a bit of a stalemate. Go ahead and describe it. So I would imagine it's it's one of... Uh, I mean, how how long has each battle? What would we say, like each round, like in terms of time? Are we talking like minutes? Are we talking like long? it's fluid right now? Okay. You can go ahead and describe as we're narr uh, so, decide as we're narrating. Some of these events are happening simultaneously. Some are linear. Whatever you'd like. So my guess is, it's like the way I see it is like we've been battling locked ships, locked together. Are people going onto their ship, their ship, you know, there are people coming onto our ship, people getting thrown overboard. And it's it's a it's a matter of of exhaustion as like the initial surge of adrenaline that comes from like the the battle being joined is starting to to give 
and coming from that now is this sense of exhaustion as the pain of like various wounds as the the crumbling of these ships is starting to become noticed uh and it's kind of and it's kind of causing in some ways like a half step slower from some movements here and there that just mean that the attacks that were hitting a moment ago are now just missing the attacks that were going to land on flesh hit the shield uh, I think it's it's something in those in that regard where it's not as it's not as though we haven't been still fighting. It's just it's just less effective right now and waiting for that second wind to kind of kick in. That's perfect. I love that. Uh, the battle has a bit of a lull. Obviously, attacks are still happening, but it calms a bit. There are less battle cries, except for one. There is one combatant here that seems very. Uh, motivated and fired up uh, gunk right next to you Ted is continuing to throw <laughs> rocks and feces at uh, at these <laughs> reavers as they are wearing out this monkey just has an endless source of energy and we are going to roll your event here easily the best thing I've ever done was bring Ted with us <laughs> that's a badass love him he brings class to the fight. And feces. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would imagine the there's probably a lot breaks. of feces all over the place, too. So he's got plenty of ammunition. Yep. Yeah, there's plenty. Uh, the shield wall breaks, and you are now surrounded by three reavers that have broken through the lines. Gunk, you were likely in the back casting spells, things like that. Um, so they push forward, and you find yourself face-to-face with these three reavers. Reavers, you must stand your ground for two rounds before help arrives. And you get the first turn here. Okay. Uh, are there dead around? Have people fallen? Are there actual dead or just Plenty. wounded? Uh, crew on both sides have fallen. Okay. Uh, and are these just normal folk or are they like any? I know we, I know two of their elites are dead, but I think they had a third. Or- two of their elites are dead. Um, they have a third that has not fallen. And then their captain has not fallen, Fanghild. Uh, and then there are plenty of reavers that are uh, a bit stronger than your average sailor. Okay. Uh, so as Gunk and, and Ted, of course, are getting pushed back and back, like the I imagine the reavers think that they have Gunk, like this little rat and this beautiful, uh, beautiful monkey uh, cornered, outnumbered. And a Gunk will look up at them, you fools. You think you, you think you have trapped us here with you? No, I have trapped you here with us. And they'll turn around for a second as I'm going to say, one, two, three. I'm going to use my, I'm going to use my crowns daily use to tap in and get a free willpower out of that. And I will... I imagine some of the dead, some of the dead are ours. Is that fair? And and I took all of their money that was stolen by the yep. otter. So I have things that are their possessions, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So that means I have the reagent. So I'm going to use. And honestly, a lot of these reavers have fallen on your ship as well. You could say that you've taken the time before your event to grab like a an axe or something like that as well. So I'm going to cast uh, a spell at basically power level five to raise uh, five 
uh, of, uh, of these various dead around us. Uh, and I will roll to see, uh, I'm going to be rolling a lot of dice to see how this mishap goes. Uh, well, good news and bad news. Good news is I did roll two sixes, which kicks this up to power level seven, which means seven nice. undead now rise around them. Sweet. But I did roll a mishap. Uh, so let me, let me go Ruh-roh. ahead and do that. Ruh-roh. All right. Well, that's, that's easy. You that's, that's, the sea that's double fours. Uh, it's double fours. Double fours. Magic 44. Mishap. Um, um. Spell also affects a friend or other unintended victim. A healing or helping spell affects an enemy alongside the intended target. How do you want to handle that? Uh, good question. A friend or other unintended victim. All of Gunk's friends, I assume, are alive right now. They are. I think it would be fair to say that as you raise seven of these dead, um one of your crew members accidentally has the life force drained from them and channeled into another one. Uh, It's not going to be five full crew, so you're not going to take the penalty. Um, I am going to roll for both Woford and Ebba. Uh, If either of them get a one, they will be the person uh, that is affected. Uh, Otherwise, it'll be one of the other crews. Uh, So Woford. Oh, that dice gone forever. Uh, Got a four. Ebba. Got a five. Okay, so it's another one of the crew members. Okay. Uh, Can we also say that the otter's foot animates and is dancing around? Because that just makes me happy. (laughs) I was going to say, the otter should roll to see if it's a one as well. (laughs) So these three ravers break through the shield wall, and they are snarling at you with grins as they see they've outnumbered you. You are half of their height, a quarter of their weight, they know that you're going to be an easy kill. And then suddenly, all of the bodies on the ship begin twitching violently, uh, thrashing about. An otter foot goes bouncing around. And then seven of these bodies begin to rise up as another crew member nearby begins to shrivel away. Uh, he's aging in front of you, uh, Indiana Jones style. The hair is growing long. Mm-hmm. The moisture is leaving the body. And then you have seven uh, undead surrounding these three Reavers who just moments before had the advantage. Gunk will uh, stare at them and be like, I have mastered death. Have you? Uh, so that means it's nine to three now. We outnumber them three to one. If you're counting Ted, yeah, nine to three. Of course, of course. Ted, flinger of poo. You know what? I should have added Ted yeah. as an elite. That he's, was my bad. He's a howitzer. It's <laughs> a howitzer with that that poo slinging. All right. Uh, so that's your full action then, is casting that spell. That's uh, correct. Okay, I'm gonna say that these uh, three reavers, um, they're gonna be pretty terrified by the thrashing about, despite like having the bloodlust. Uh, seeing these other beings rise up, beings that they've killed, they're going to target them first. So let's go ahead and roll these attacks. And Gunk has uh, essentially, <laughs> our crew members are far too used to this. Sorry, does this raise our defense by one because we now have five more crew members? It actually would. I think that's fair to say. <laughs> Uh, let me pull up their stat blocks here. I don't know why I didn't have Restless Dead ready to go. 
It's a Pooitzer, says Chad. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'm just disappointed now. Now we need that art. <laughs> All right. Um, Restless Dead normally don't have armor, but these guys were just in combat, so I'm going to say it's fair that they do. Two of these Restless Dead, as soon as they're rising up and shambling forward, they each meet an axe uh, that pierces or slashes through them, uh, not quite killing them, but gravely wounding them. Another one also gets an axe, a solid hit, gravely. Yeah, that, that could be a pun. I intended that. <laughs> Another one gets a solid hit, but the armor seems to stop it. The axe gets wedged and it pulls it back. These three reavers have gone. It's your turn again. Uh, so what was the rule that we were using for um, for willpower with audience dice, with audience boost? I haven't used it in a long time, and I don't remember what it uh, was. I believe it's five. Five, we, five dice for a willpower. Do we have those available, Melissa? Yes, we do. Uh, okay. Um, okay, so if that's the case, I'm going to use one of them. I'm going to cast another spell. Uh, do one of these three... Can we say one of these three seems like they're the toughest? Or, or, or somebody... Somebody of, of middle aged, not necessarily anyone young. I want red to, or blue. Uh, red. Just 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 anybody. Whatever one of them looks the oldest, basically. Red. Uh, one of them appears to be an elite. Uh, a little more muscular, more experienced, much more scarred. Okay. How many do we have? Do we are we are we definitely older too? Fit on 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 willpower. An, our, on uh, audience? On audience boosts, yeah. Uh, Not to stop will... the action here. My dog just brought the die back to me. Oh. It, it picked it up from across oh. the room and dropped it at my feet. Wow. Oh. That's amazing. That's a good doggy. That's a good pup. So good. Um, so we were at seven after the first one. Uh, so we will still have two left if you do it again. Okay. Um... Yeah, age him up. I was thinking, but how uh, they? I have to get really old for them to actually die. So I have to get them like twice humanoid age. So that doesn't necessarily seem like the best thing to do. Uh, instead, I do have severed hands, so I think I'm just going to go ahead and cast that since I can up. I can up the power level with the ingredient. Um, okay, so I'm going to cast another spell. As I reach into my hand, I reach my hand into my my pouch, pull out one of those. Severed... How about we say that this otter foot is bouncing around, and you grab it out of mid air? Okay, all right. And so it's going to be foot of doom uh, as <laughs> these these otter claws on it. I'm going to cast a spell, and I'm going to hurl this otter foot in the direction of the most powerful looking of the three that are surrounded by my undead and mid flight, it's going to change from being this corporeal otter foot to being this hideous mutated ethereal, non corporeal hideous, disgusting 
we'll Hideous. call it. I'm trying to think of something of where other words, and it's going to. Uh, it try begins to shape itself into the otter's face, which is the most horrifying thing we can imagine. Right into its chest. So let me roll for power level first. Uh, I got another six, so that actually goes up even more. Uh, so it's going. It's going to take a total of one, two, three points of damage to their strength. Their strength. Okay. Um, there's no save for them or anything. No save like that. for this one. Nope. Okay. This older reaver, uh, very muscular. The otter claw goes at it. This undead ghostly claw that grows and reaches out and grabs his entire torso and just crushes and you can see the muscles begin to shrivel and weaken in front of you as the strength is literally crushed out of him he's still alive but that definitely takes him down from being an elite I would say and they have one more round to attack you, and then help will come to save you. You can decide who will help you. It could be Ted. It could be one of your allies here. Um, the one that got crushed, I'm going to have him make a, a wits check here to not be terrified, uh, which he got one success. Uh, so he's going to then see Gunk as quite the threat. Uh, because he's a veteran, he... Uh, hasn't necessarily seen this kind of magic, hasn't dealt with this, but he has managed to keep his cool and he is going to attack at you. Okay. I will one success. I will dodge as I have my fast action. So I will go ahead and try that. So that's two. Uh, I will push. No, I didn't got no ones, no sixes. Uh, all right, I got a, I got a success, one success, no ones. All right, so go ahead and describe your dodge, and then describe who's coming to your rescue. So he lunges at me, and he's probably used to fighting people who are willing to fight on, you know, on two feet. But Gunk is as adept on on four as he is on two, and so he drops to the ground, spins, tangles up his. You know this this reaver's ankle with his uh, with his tail kind of gives it a tug, and as it swings down, he swings off balance. And as he's trying to stumble back up, a chunk of poo comes flying in his face as Ted <laughs> is there and ready in a combo. Uh, and we'll say uh, we'll say coming to coming to my my assistance. Uh, I'm gonna say is it just one of the players? Is that what we're doing? Anyone you want, uh, NPC player, whatever you want. Okay, uh, I want it to be uh, I want it to be one eye uh, who's going to come up because I want him to to see the splendor uh, that is Gung's necromantic powers on full display. You are intent on destroying this reaver in front of you. Uh, it is swinging at you, but you're definitely dodging out of the way. Uh, being a ship rat, uh, you're used to uh, the shaky movements. And from behind you, you begin to hear the chuckle of another reaver. You begin to think that another one has shown up. You turn and you see one eye smiling. Destroy them, little one. 
Oh, I see. And shall. then he he rushes forward with his axe as well to meet the other one in battle. And now you two are battling together a uh, spell with axe, uh, willpower, and steel. And I'll say, like, as as we probably shift from the scene, I'll say to them as they're like getting overwhelmed, do not worry. You would not join us in life, but soon you will join us in death. <laughs> I love gunk. <laughs> And that's that is good. Uh, let's go ahead and shift. Uh, we'll keep the same order we started with. So, Zaldrin, you will be up here. Uh, you now have five extra crew members to bump up your defense rating. Uh, so that puts you back to seven. And the Reavers no longer have that elite. They do still have more crew than you. They are rolling six. One success. You know, sometimes my dice just decide to fail me in Forbidden Lands. I didn't roll any successes. Uh, so go ahead and describe. You're turning the battle. Your crew is standing firm. Uh, their crew is beginning to weaken. Despite your ship being ruined now, it is literally sinking from under you. Uh, I'm sorry, you're on the other ship. You can see the ship uh, sinking from under them, but they are staying firm. Um... I would say, given that I'm here and given that I'm just kind of swinging wildly, I would say I take out five more. I think that probably makes the most sense, mm -hmm. given Zaldrin's positioning. Go ahead and describe how this battle is shifting, though. So, I, I think we were starting to see the numbers go down. And so, I think that seeing... Even more of these sort of like skeleton fighters come back up and be fighting for us. I think that kind of gives that boost. We were kind of like getting tired and getting tired and kind of seeing people fall and kind of looking around and then kind of seeing like there's seven more. And then that kind of gives that extra kind of burst of like, all right, we got this. We got we can we can do this. Especially with your crew being more used to Gunk's magic than the Reavers. The Reavers don't have necromancers in this way. So seeing the dead rise and then fighting on your side, that definitely changes the morale, both good for you and bad for them. So let's go ahead and roll for your event here. Oh boy. You find yourself on this ship face-to-face -face with a female reaver who stands a full head taller than the rest. And you see that she has uh, this drool frothing from her mouth. It's thick and viscous. She has a mighty warhammer that, even with your strength, feels like it would be incredibly difficult to lift. And she is swinging it wildly. With one blow, she just completely shatters the shield and sends one of your crew members flying with a mangled arm. She sees you taking out her crew, and she begins to turn to you. What are you doing? Okay, so I am... And so I can use, like, talents and stuff here, right? Yes, we are going into combat. I'm giving you first initiative. She'll have second initiative, and so on. Okay. Then I would like to spend one of the willpower points that I have to do Path of Fate. 
So I can spend a willpower point to foresee how an opponent will act in the coming round so that all my attack and defense rolls against the opponent get a plus one modification until it is my turn again next round. Perfect. Uh, is that your full action, Lynn? Uh, no, it does not count as an action. Uh, okay. So that happens. And then I will... I want to, so I did get a warning. And so I want to try to see if I can swing Gilnir in such a way to disarm her. Because I believe nice. I heard that she likes to put poison on her weapon. So I want to try to she take She puts that poison weapon. on her teeth. Oh, her teeth. Okay. Well, then I will. I know, right? She ingests it. It's crazy. Um, all right. Then I guess I swing at those teeth. Okay. You're going for the teeth, <laughs> trying to break them out of her mouth. And she's swinging this war hammer and it's a bit slower than your spear just from the weight. But even with that, you have the, the willpower, the knowledge, the foresight that you can see each move just before it happens. Uh, and you know exactly where to balance yourself, where to position yourself to give your, you the best advantage so go ahead and roll for that uh with plus one uh she has firm grip so it's going to require two extra successes here to disarm but you're going for teeth let's just say it's a it's going to require an extra success to break the teeth okay um and i see that we got a uh a bed so i'm going to take that for an extra in melee since i am down a bit and that is two successes all right and let me add up her modifiers as she tries to parry uh with sure. this war hammer well, this is one of the few times i get to roll an artifact die how many successes yeah. did you get I unfortunately <laughs> rolled a one with my artifact die, so that did no good. I got two successes. All right. I got a 10 on the artifact die and then two oh, successes. So I believe that is four. Unfortunate for me. So despite <laughs> knowing where the blow is coming from, you can't position yourself just perfectly for the teeth without putting yourself at risk. So you have to give a little bit extra reach for the spear and the Warhammer comes crashing down and it obviously doesn't break Gelnir, but it does pin it for a second. You have to pull it back before you can strike again. What would you like to do with your fast action or would you like to save it for dodging? I would like to save it for dodging. Okay. And as uh, she has this Warhammer down, she uses the weight of it to pull herself closer, not pulling up the Warhammer, but lunging at you and attempting to bite you. Uh, this uh, foam just dripping down, the maw opens wide. You can see that her teeth are like covered in some sort of green, viscous material. She is going to roll. I don't get an artifact eye on this one. That is two successes. Okay, so I'm going to try to dodge. 
Oh no. I oh goodness. Goodness, goodness. I am gonna push because I'm gonna push. Son of a mm. that's no successes. And I got just, two damage to agility. Unfortunately, you just don't have enough room to maneuver here. You're surrounded by reavers. You're using Gelnir to keep them at bay while trying to uh press the attack on Fanghild here, and she uses that to her advantage, and the fangs just pierce deep into your shoulder, through your leather, into your skin. You only take one damage. However, um, they are diseased. I'm sorry, poisoned. So, um, I need an endurance roll from you as well. I actually treat this is, endurance last this time. This is so opposed as well. <laughs> so <laughs> you're going to roll endurance. I'm going to roll I'm for like the... Upwards. Two total dice for this. So there's a chance uh, you could do it. I rolled one success. Two successes. Pacho's training pays off. <laughs> Yay, good that job. cardio, man. You can feel the poison coursing, but the bite just wasn't deep enough. Your leather kept the teeth out a little bit. You can feel that it's uh going through your flesh, but it's a, a superficial wound. Uh, it, it hasn't entered your bloodstream. And for now, your strength is holding. It is you your have turn. Those great furs, so she just sort of got like a mouthful of fur. She <laughs> rips her mouth back and your great furs are torn in her teeth. What's your, okay. what's your next action? Uh, I'm going to try to smack her in the mouth again. That is what I'm going to do. Gelnir poke to the mouth. And we're going to say it needs I'm one extra success. Going to... Thank I'm you basically treating this as a disarm roll. Okay. The tooth roll, please. <laughs> uh, I will push that. Eek. 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 I think I just broke myself. <laughs> I just broke myself pushing. Uh, I did. I got one success. I did not get an extra okay. success, and I broke myself pushing. So you lash out, and your spear drives a gash into her teeth. You do hit, but it wasn't enough to dislodge anything to break the teeth out. Instead, it just slices the flesh. Blood begins dripping down, seeping into the fur, mixing with that drool that's falling. Let's go ahead and roll your injury. Oh, she doesn't uh, take a she doesn't take a critical hit when you break on. Oh pushing. yeah, you break yourself. Yeah, thank you for that reminder. But I can uh, still use my orc to come back up. You absolutely can. Unbreakable. I shake that off and am right back up. Go ahead and describe how you're hurting and then coming back. So it's sort of that like. Like, I, I made the contact there where I needed to, but it was just a bit of that, like, you twist the wrong way and you just kind of feel it in your back. And you're like, mm, mm. and then she just kind of 
that orc strength is just sort of deep within and it's just I feel like it's sort of a mind over matter kind of a thing where it's like she's just kind of telling herself like there's shit going on here you know time for this can go lay down for three days later but it's just sort of that like internal growl that just sort of happens and as you you twist you feel that break you stop for a moment you pause and you hear a whinny coming from the ship next to you as Ven sees you injured and begins pulling at her reins pulling free from this already broken ship and begins kicking and swinging wildly at the reavers that are on the ship uh, you guys are getting another elite for her Really, but between that and terrified by that, between Vin and Ted, we should just kind of sit down and eat some popcorn because they're going to clean the house. However, uh, Fanghill does get another attack on you, and this time she's pulling up that warhammer and swinging it with all of its weight crashing around. That is just one success, even with the artifact dice. I thought it was two, but that was a five. I Are you dodge. dodging? You can parry too, right? Uh, yes, actually, you can parry. Uh, so dodge is move, parry is... Uh, melee. Oh, that's way better. I don't parry. <laughs> You're dice tonight. I'm going to push. And get one success and take two damage oh. to strength. Because, yay. That's still better than the Warhammer hitting you. Um, no, totally so this true. Totally true. Warhammer swings and perhaps it gets just a glancing blow and you feel the weight of it crush. But there's space behind you that you're... Uh, that energy is dissipated as you move backwards and then it just scratches across your torso. Uh pulling at your leather and your great furs but you're still up and we are going to fade from that moment as well you have survived your two rounds mm-hmm. uh, that brings us to Mirin I'm sorry was that Bacho was next? Nope. I, I was second you are correct so the boat currently has seven dice uh, because Correct. you rolled no successes last time, and fingers and the crossed Reavers for that again. Have six. Yes. You you can roll no successes again. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Uh, that is one success. Finally, broke my streak. That is no successes. <laughs> That's All what right. I get for talking. <laughs> um. So Go you... ahead and describe how this battle is shifting. The Reavers, uh, the morale that was pushed, uh, that mm. was subdued, is starting to come back with a frenzy. Yes. So essentially, they've realized the undead uh, don't pose that much of a threat, sorry, Gunk, as, uh, as they previously thought, uh, and their ship, our ship is sinking, so their ship is, is just ramming another one into the hull, with a minus one to the defense rating of the hull. And that 
ship that rammed in you is actually almost halfway over the ship that you all are on. Uh, your ship is definitely knee-deep in water now. There's no saving it. It will be down very soon. Uh, as you push through, your actions are labored just from the extra energy of going through the water. Those of you that are not immune to cold are definitely feeling the shivers right now from this icy cold water, but you're not completely submerged, so you're okay. Let's go ahead and see what event you've got. One person's knee high is another person's neck high. <laughs> For sure. Mirren, you find yourself with the opportunity to sabotage an enemy ship as well. Uh, do you have any ideas of how you would go about doing that? Um, for the action, yes, to sabotage the enemy ship, Mirren would probably look to see that Ven is, is being a combatant and she's going to run over and untie Cloud as well, who's not probably doing as well as Ven is, um, but she's going to kind of have Cloud like trample their way towards one of the ships and just like cause chaos and start to freak out because they are not as controlled as Ben. Yeah, you give them a, you cut the ropes loose, you give them a slap on the rear, you'd have to jump up to do it. Uh, and they start lurching forward because they're in this water as well, completely yes. frightened that they may go down with this ship. And the ship that rammed into you that's now partially over you uh, they jump onto there and just begin kicking like crazy. One of them uh, ends up kicking at several of the pins that hold the sails. It kicks at the mast and it cracks. And uh, this ship gets a minus one uh, to their stronghold for the next round. That's uh, uh, get an animal handling there, too. As certainly. Your fox is very much in this fight. Uh, that is four and a one. Now let's roll. Animal handling. I have a success. Is more success useful? A success is fine. Okay. So right. you see one of these reavers is just frustrated with your completely soaked fox that continues going around nipping and pulling at wrists so that shields fall down, uh, going for hamstrings. And going one of the them hamstrings? <laughs> uh, swings uh, an axe down at your fox, but you're able to call it back quickly enough. But that reaver is still coming after it. What are you doing? Uh, so Mirren knows that we need to get off this ship. She's going to yell at the crew uh, to actually use her actions to try to command the crew into boarding the Reaver ship, where this is this is a, a lost cause. Um, so she's going to kind of ignore the fact that the Reaver is coming, because she's also going to use her fast action to start moving towards that other ship. Okay, uh, give me a movement roll then as you're trying to climb onto the ship from yours. Um, and the crew definitely would respond to this order because they're sinking. They've been doing their best to bail water while fighting. Fortunately, the ship that rammed you had most of its reavers jump off the ship onto yours, and they're the ones who've taken the worst of these casualties. So your crew uh, begins uh, forming a 
like spear point with their shields and they begin pushing back uh, against those reavers slowly but surely climbing onto that ship. How'd you do? Ah, so uh, the first roll was like threes and twos. And uh, so I pushed and I, I got a success and then two hits on my agility. Oh no. Uh, and I cried. But you got a success. I got a success. So you reach out, you jump for this ship, and at first you miss. Uh, you go and you're halfway into this icy cold water, but thankfully there was a bit of a line, uh, probably from one of the pins that the horses kicked off, and you can grab onto it just before you completely submerge and you begin scrambling up and over the side of the ship to safety. Give me another animal handling for your fox. Uh, sure. Let's do a quick swap for that, because that is empathy. Five for that one. Okay, and do five. Boop, boop. I am going to push. I have a success. Okay. Uh, your fox was right on your heels. Uh, and at first it seemed like it wasn't going to make the jump either because it was following you. But as you're climbing up, it latches onto your back and then jumps over before you're even on to the other ship. Okay, that works. That works. That's good. Uh, keep moving. Keep moving. We have to keep moving. Are you going to uh, leave me again? You're coming with me, Isla. I don't understand why you would get left behind at this point. You're, you're always oh, yeah. there. We're going to fade from there uh, and move back to Bacho, uh, uh, who was fighting a pike beast. Uh, now is probably back in the main fight. You have rating of seven again because you have Ven as an elite now. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. And by the way, which ship did I climb back up onto? The pi the, re the Reaver ship or our ship? It's narrative. Say w whichever okay. one you'd like. Probably the Reaver ship. I mean, it, he, he's enough of a sailor to know not to get on a sinking ship. Yeah. I got two sixes on seven dice. I also got two sixes here. Uh, oh, so with those two sixes... I'm going to say that you have worn through most of their crew now. They are over halfway gone. What are you spending your two on? Uh, five more. Five more of our crew go down and one eye is broken. Okay. Uh, would you like them to be actual crew or undead crew? Actual crew. Those undead are way tougher than our crew. My undead have... Any, have ridiculous Kill stats. Our crew! Yeah. Don't! <laughs> like, these injuries ridiculous. are group choice. Uh, it, yeah. It's not like you have to pick on your own. So that's all yeah, good. No. no, definitely real sailors. Uh, so go ahead and describe how this battle is shifting. Both of you are taking heavy losses here. So I think, as you see, as our crew is pushing onto this Reaver ship, I mean, our sailors are not s extremely well-trained fighters. So the undead are a vanguard, and they're actually able to push through the gap, and they're on the Reaver ship, but the Reavers close back in around our sailors as they're trying to push through, and they're getting hacked down until One-Eye forces his way to the front of the battle, and he slices through and opens a hole and holds a hole open long enough for the remaining crew to get on the Reaver ship, but he takes grievous injuries while doing so. 
And with that, let's go ahead and roll his uh, critical there. Uh, would you say that's slashing, blunt, or stabbing? I'll let you pick. Probably stabbing. I expect he'd be getting hit by spears. Skewered foot. Feet are uh, <laughs> dropping left and right. So he has his shield and he's opening a hole, but the foot is undefended. One of them goes and stabs and it goes, uh, stabs with the spear and it goes straight through the foot into the hull, uh, yanks it back and Arngrim, still very alive, but unable to move now, uh, begins falling, keeping the hole open, keeping uh, your men filing onto this crew, onto the ship, and your crew has now taken this ship. There are still a few Reavers left on it, but the majority of it is under your control, and it's uh, broken in places, but definitely repairable and not sinking, which is a plus. Let's go ahead and see what event you have happening. Give me some good. So that one doesn't apply anymore. We'll see which direction something good is. <laughs> I don't want to fall back in the water. <laughs> I mean, if any of us are going to fall in the water, you're the better. That's a good point. That's a good point. Bacho, you are, would you say you were on the ship that rammed or on the one that has the uh, captain on it? The one with the captain on it. Okay. Uh, and you see Zaldrin fighting this captain and you obviously are trying to make your way over to her. But then one reaver steps in front of you and your vision changes again. You're no longer... Uh, on this ship, you're not surrounded by lava. You're underwater in the very depths. Somehow there's a bit of light. You can see 5, 10, maybe 15 feet in front of you. Every step you take is uh, clouded as mud uh, billows up and around you, and it takes forever to settle. Standing in front of you is a woman with no head, no, she does have a head. She's carrying it. And somehow you can see that there are still streams coming out from her eyes. Maybe it's the bubbles. Maybe it's just the force of the current. She drops that head and pulls out a spear. Where? Out of nowhere. And begins stabbing at you. What are you doing? Well, if she's attacking me, then I'll parry her spear attack. Uh, you have first initiative here, okay. but she is going to attack you. Okay, so uh, Bacho um, will swing his blade around to get, to get some momentum. Um, I'm not going to spend any willpower at the moment because I don't I don't have a ton of it. So uh, he's just going to swing for her with his blade. Two gear die. Oh, good, good there. Okay, that's two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, and seven dice, and then with my two damage base, nine points of damage. I got lucky, I got an eight on the uh, artifact you die. Hit so nice. freaking hard. Well, I mean, uh, I'm rolling like 11 no, dice no. here. <laughs> I, I get it. Uh, okay. She rushes at you. 
uh, and you uh, go ahead and describe how you kill her. So she, he sees this headless woman rushing at him with this spear, and he kind of drops low under her spear line and lets her run onto his sword, and then he twists it and pulls it up so it comes out above her right shoulder. And she cleaves into two, and the blood begins pouring out of her, clouding in this water, again surrounding you in a murkiness that covers your eyes that you can no longer see anything. You try to blink it away, but as you open your eyes, you find yourself in a grassy field. You look up, there's no veil, there's no uh, volcanic winter above you. You can see blue sky, likely for the first time in your entire life. That sun beating down on you, it's warm. A warmth like this that you've never felt. And you are kneeling with your arm on a chopping block, held out willingly. You look up, and there is a man, a wolfkin, that looks very much like one of your tribal elders, someone that you've respected most of your life, with a large axe. He swings down, and it chops right through your arm. You feel the pain blaring, uh, just pulsating through as you see your arm is now completely disconnected. What are you doing? I mean, Bacho, he is so beside himself with confusion. He, he the, the fur on the back of his shoulders and neck stands completely up, and he lets out this half whimper, half howl as he leaps up, you know, with blood spurting out of his arm, and, and he faces off with his elder with his sword, but he doesn't he doesn't react in any other way. He doesn't understand what's going on. So he's just looking. It's completely natural. If you want to make an attack, go for it. All right, he would swing. Right, he'll swing the blade, um, but you know he's not going to get a swing on it because it's just one handed now. But he'll go ahead and swing away. Don't this don't guy. worry about taking that penalty. Okay. Four two. You go to reach for this blade, and you're looking. You have no arm. Blood is dripping out. But somehow you still have the strength to hold it with two in a way that doesn't quite make sense. Like there's a phantom limb holding onto this blade, and you're swinging normally. All right, so he lets out a scream. Oh, that's not as good, though. Uh, one, two. Uh, gets a four. Uh, hold on. But I'll push it, because I didn't take any ones on my gear dice or my attributes. Five, six, eight in total. Go ahead and describe how you kill him. So, thinking he's one-armed and in this grassy, he, he thinks he's basically taking the blade in a reverse grip and just slices across the throat of this elder and then brings his blade back into, his, back into the guard. And as you bring it into the guard, your vision clouds again. You shake it away and you find yourself back on the ship. You look around to get your bearings and you see that you've mowed through several reavers and you are now standing on the other side of Fanghild, this captain. Zaldrin is on the side opposite you. You are now flanking her. Uh, somehow in your uh, uh alternate reality you were still fighting this fight and you managed to kill five reavers that i'm taking off so at that point bacho just lets out this this 
horrible. It's a growl that kind of howling growl that kind of fades into this almost sound of misery. Uh, as he's fairly certain he's losing his mind at this point, but he at least wants to go out saving his friends. And that brings us to Gunk. Uh, you have the upper hand now. It's definitely close. Uh, you have five. The Reavers are... Uh, you're actually outnumbering the Reavers now. Okay. 5d6. Uh, no successes again. Oh, I'm sorry. One success. Um, I have zero successes. So how is this battle shifting again? Uh, so I would imagine we are in the process, both living and dead, of swarming their ship. We are leaving ours as it sinks, and we are, we are kind of swarming and pushing them back and back and back. I like to think that Gunk is mad with power, uh, screaming commands as though he's some sort of field general. He's not even on the ground. He's actually just deftly running back and forth atop the shoulders of his ridiculously powerful, ridiculously powerful undead. I actually did look into what their stats are and holy crap. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. We undersold how good they are. <laughs> they are the strongest ones in this battle. Uh, and so he is just moving back and forth and just like swinging his, his staff around like a ninja almost uh, kind of bopping people on the head and just taking the wave across onto, uh, onto the, onto the ship uh, as they're falling. Um, yeah, and he'd also be looking probably for Mirren as well in this as as he's tra traversing and getting across. Uh, are you trying to get to the ship that has the captain or the one that has the bulk of your crew? Uh, Fanghild. Um, yeah. Who's with Fanghild? Isn't Zal Zaldrin over there? Zaldrin and Bacho are uh, flanking her. There's still Reavers on that ship, but not many. And there are some of your crew on there as well. And this ship that... Uh, the one that sank your ship by ramming into it has drifted forward. So the ships really are fairly close and there's still wreckage of your ship that is underneath. It hasn't quite gone under. There's a bit of room to stand if you're careful. So like the, the ships are in close enough contact. You can move freely between all three. Uh, he'll go to Bacho and Zaldrin uh, with his, with his entourage. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and see what your encounter is. I feel very bad for Fanghild. She's going to get ripped apart by undead. <laughs> yes. Literally ripped apart by undead. Uh, your encounter is to confront the enemy captain. Uh, so I'm going to say that we're pulling out of the stronghold battle here, and we're going to go into more traditional initiative, where, uh, Gunk, you're going to get first initiative here, uh, and then we'll keep going in the order that we've already rolled. Uh, with Fanghild going after Gunk. Uh, so go ahead and uh, you're attacking her, uh, and we're in normal combat right now. Gunk will look at her in the eye, and he will say, You are so weak, I shall not waste my strength on you. Instead, I shall take the dead, and they shall rip you limb from limb. And I'm going to have... All seven of my seven plus strength undead melee <laughs> attacker. 
if that's okay with you, Steven. Wait, seven plus strength? They're supposed to be restless undead, aren't they? Uh, they, because I had, I, I, oh, you were able to uh, upgrade them. Yeah, yeah so it. they have plus four to strength, plus one yeah, to yeah, smarter, yeah. and plus one to durable. So I get the, I get these guys for half a day. Uh, so, uh, so go ahead and give me the plus four to strength. I'm changing the character sheet of the token I have here. So uh, what else? So basically, whatever they were in life, add plus four to that strength. They retain their strength and agility skills as well. So any strength or agility skills they had, they continue to have. So if any of them had like melee, for instance, they will still have them. Um, agility is decreased by one, but no lower than one. They still have no wits or empathy. Actually, no, wait, I'm sorry. They, they do still have that. Um, I'm sorry. They don't have the lost wits or empathy because I did tap into smarter. Uh, so they do whatever they can do, like slightly more complex tasks and stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah. Right, so the bulk of them are now at seven strength and two agility. And so if any of them also had skills based on strength and agility, those are also retained. They had two melee, so that's nine melee dice. So I would like all of them with their nine melee dice to rip her into tiny little pieces. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Zeldrin is like back, uh, yeah. back out of the way. Like, you have uh, let's go ahead and roll in Foundry here because I'm not going to roll all those dice and remember. <laughs> Seriously, I started looking into it. I'm like, wow, they uh, they got a lot of strength. So, so strong. So strong. All right. Uh, oh boy. So that's three, two, two. One one. They should also get. Um, they should also each of them get two more dice from their melee skill. Did it not roll there? It only rolled strength. I clicked the wrong button. Uh, so that was seven times two is fourteen, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna roll that right there. Makes sense. That's another fourteen dice. Okay. Uh, that is a lot of hits. We're going to see if she can survive even those first few. She does have armor. All right, so the first one uh, that did uh, three damage, it, two of it goes through through the armor. The second one did none. The other one did two damage, uh, which goes through the armor. And then we have two more ones. One of which is blocked. And then the other one was for all of them. So we'll say that goes through as well. Um, because technically it would have been tacked onto one and likely it would have been one that passed through the armor. Uh, so mathematically, you've done six strength damage here. Describe how your undead are killing Fanghild. I quite literally, in the most hideous, disgusting, and horrific way possible, want them to tear her limb from limb, piece by piece, wrench everything free, the most George Romero of George Romero moments. <laughs> and I will tell them, preserve the head. That goes to one eye. Actually, can I have the head, please, skunk? Oh. I need to lay it at Isla's feet. Okay, Thanks. right, right. Um, okay, preserve the head. Give me the heart as well. That will go to... No, no, 
Give me. Appreciate you. Can I take the eyes at least and give you the head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Okay, take the whole time one you're saying this, like bloody <laughs> spaghetti is flying up, Romero style. I want to give one eye to one eye, and then I want to give the head to Mirren. As these undead part, you just see a pile of body parts, enough that could have been a full body, but now they're all discombobulated all in the wrong places all separated from each other that blood is soaking into the wood the rest of the reavers give up here some of them throwing down their arms others uh jumping and trying to swim to shore it's a long swim they may not make it but we have won the battle what are you doing now you should tie the ships together. I'm way over here. Is there anyone left on our ship that's sinking? Uh, your ship is basically fully sunk by now. Okay. However, your entire crew was able to get onto either of these ships. Uh, the crew that's remaining uh, have successfully evacuated. Um, there might be supplies and things like that that are floating in the water that you might need to salvage. However, both of these ships have supplies too. Zaldrin's priority would definitely be Ven, so she would do as Mirren requested and be trying to kind of get some ropes across and try to get these two uh, boats a little closer together. Gunk will um, turn to the to the living crew members uh, with he's coated in blood and w w barely even commanding the undead to lift them to lift him up, and once again he's very high up. And he will like stare at them like absolutely deranged. Did I not tell you what will happen to them? You doubted me. You doubted that we would be victorious. Do not doubt me again. Dunk, you look really weird up there. You should be down here with me. These crew members, they're exhausted. They're bloody. They're breathing heavily. They're looking around. You look around. You see you've lost almost half of them. Uh, you have 10-ish left. They're tired. They see you going up. And then one of them just lets out a cheer from the back, which the others follow as they have defeated two ships of Reavers, which is an insane feat for them. And with that, let's go ahead and end a bit early tonight. I feel like that's a good moment to end on. The the crew enjoying their success, happy to be alive, happy to have accomplished this. Aaron, what do we have going on in Garblag? Let's see. Next week is going to be a little light because everybody is on vacation. But the following week after that, uh, we'll be back uh, with... Coriolis on Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And on Thursdays on the 17th, uh, we'll be starting uh, a campaign of the One Ring titled Ballad of the Bardings. I believe Lewis will be running that. And hopefully in the very near future, we will be back to Warhammer Wednesdays. Warhammer Wednesday. Uh, Aaron, I'm Aaron, Jeff, 
What are we doing here in uh, Lollygaggers? Yeah, buddy. Uh, Thursday's the next stream. We'll be back to die, the role-playing game. You can catch everyone here but Steven, although Steven is there in spirit uh, as he is, uh, he's found a way to wheedle, weasel his way into the game uh, in the form of Pennsylvania Poke, a, uh, a part-time player who shows up every now and then in the universe. Uh, then on Friday... Exactly the type of character I would have made anyway. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> Uh, often runs away from danger, uh, despite uh, saying he'll do otherwise. Uh, then on Friday, we've got, uh, we are back. Triumphant return to Conan, uh, as uh, as Aaron will be taking us into Hyporian Tales once more, and we will see the fate of Sobek uh, and whether or not he does, in fact, live. Uh, Saturday, we are doing One Ring. We are on the march to Ingmar. Uh, we are uh, definitely a, a handful to a dozen maybe episodes left in that. And we ended on uh, an interesting little battle that's going to shake out. Uh, and then Monday, uh, what will very likely be, but maybe not, but very likely be the final episode of our Holler Blasted Beauty campaign uh, that's been going on for well over a year at this point. It's, I think it's like episode 33 or so. There is a chance we might spin off into, a, into another one, but I think I think it will be the last one. And then we're back here on Tuesday. And as per usual, check out the YouTube page, Adventures in Lollygagging. Subscribe over there if you haven't already done so. Uh, we've got all sorts of games, both ones that we are currently running and also ones that we have run in the past. So hopefully you will find something there that you like. Do not worry if you do not like everything. I'm sure we play so many different games. There'll be something that you enjoy. Yeah. While you're queuing up a raid, uh, thank you all for that. Uh, I know it was a bit of a fight, but you guys accomplished a very difficult task. And we here uh, in... Forbidden Lands are also creeping up on the end of our campaign as we are building towards our climax. Uh, it's not going to be next session or the session after, I doubt, uh, but it could be any time after that. Uh, so make sure you continue to tune in to see who in the pack survives. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm betting on the three-legged uh, otter at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I mean, Ted, Ted, of course. Ted, that'll, that'll Ted, live forever. Ted. That'll survive. It'll be the Pax Pets. That'll be the, the next campaign, too. It'll be the Pax Pets. Ted will live to tell the tale of the rest of us dying. Uh, that'll be it. Because he can speak, too. He just chooses not to. He's kind of quiet and shy. Yeah, he's a shy guy. All right. I got us queued up to Raid Lost Caravan RPG. Uh, so uh, they're playing Orbital Blues, which many of us here love. So let's go ahead and see what they're doing. Good night, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Good night. Good night.